Alrighty then. Let's go. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Made in China podcast. I'm China Mike. And I'm Rico, Rico, Rico. <laughs> this episode, we're gonna, me and Rico are going to do a, uh, a short 15-minute shot about how to avoid China days. I'm sure everybody who's dealt with China or lived in China knows how this can go. China days hit you and you just want to avoid life altogether. Everything frustrates you. You don't have any patience for anyone around you. Everybody's annoying. And I don't know if this is uh, specific to China, but it's definitely magnified in China, uh, oftentimes because of the massive amount of people and some of the common sense issues that you run into while being in China. But uh, let's get it started. Rico, how do you avoid China days? I just wanted to add, yeah, so we're doing these short episodes to break up the monotony of the dating, the three-part dating episodes that I'm releasing right now. So, so, <laughs> so for the people that enjoy more of the business and sort of, um, yeah, the more serious episodes that we do, we're doing these for you guys. Um, let us know if you guys want more of these short episodes. And intro music drops now. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. Um, okay, so the first part that I wanted to talk about is routine. Um, so routine is important if you want to avoid China days. So the, I think the biggest issue, one of the biggest issues with China days is just not knowing what you're going to do and then sort of trying to come up with a plan for that day and then that plan being derailed by <laughs> by shit that happens in China. So if you don't have a consistent routine, if you don't know where you're going to like, okay, let's let's put it like this. If you just arrived in China and you say, oh, yeah, tomorrow I'm just going to go outside, find a nice coffee shop, get Wi-Fi and then get to get to the get to work. If you don't have a Chinese cell phone, you don't know that you can't register for Wi-Fi without a cell phone. When you go into Starbucks, you sit down, you log into your computer, you click on the Wi-Fi Starbucks and then it asks you to give the code you have to have a Chinese cell phone number to give that code to access the Wi-Fi. It's like small things like that that you might not know about can derail your day. Now you have to go get a phone. You know, like it's like those kind of things. If you don't have that routine set already, if you don't know where you're going to go, if you don't know where to find a coffee shop that doesn't require you to have a Chinese phone number, you can have a China day, you know, where you're just kind of, it's almost like you're just chasing, you're chasing yourself. Like you had a plan and then you're just kind of, it's not working. You just you're running like you're on a hamster wheel. You're not going anywhere. Um, Western comforts, uh, yeah. Figuring out where are the places where you can get Western comforts. So like in Guangzhou, in Tianhe, there's a in Lieda specifically, Lieda station. There's an area called Xinguo Lu, which means Xinguo Road, and then Xingxiang uh, Lu, Xingxiang uh, Road, and they have a shit ton of western restaurants so if you ever feel so what like, you're saying is lou means road yeah lou means road Thanks. um Thanks. they have a shit ton of restaurants western restaurants so if you miss 
if you loved eating Turkish food, if you loved eating, you know, sushi on a regular basis, things like that, you can go there and stop by, get some Turkish food, get your get your shawamas, um, and you're, you're good. So th- figuring out things like that, like where are the areas in the city where they have those Western comforts in those days when you need it. And in the beginning, you really do need it. I remember eating McDonald's a lot when I never used to eat McDonald's in Canada just because I missed Canada, just because I missed that. It was just a comfort thing, you know. Um, It was weird, you know. It was very strange. But, yeah, you need to figure out what are the comforts that you enjoy and where could you find them. Um, Make friends with locals, super important. When I'm talking about some of the issues that you might have in terms of not knowing where the Western spots are, not knowing where you can get good Wi-Fi, things like that. That can be even just as simple as like maybe um, sending out a shipment, you know, like sending out mail. If you have a Chinese friend, you just ask your Chinese friend and they speak English, of course. You can ask them, hey, how do I do this? And then they'll help you. It's, it's so easy. It yeah, you could avoid so much confusion. So much confusion. You just avoid all the language barriers, all that stuff. Hey, where can I go to buy this? Oh, okay, no problem. Go over there. I'll take you. Like, the, you know, it's like even being able to use like the local Uber, which is called DD. Like, it's in Chinese. It's a Chinese app. The drivers speak Chinese. It's very difficult to use if you don't know how to speak and read Chinese. Asking your friend to to book you a car and a car to whatever location and then you paying your friend cash like it's things like that you know they're just gonna make your life significantly easier um or yeah asking your friend to come with you to set up a bank account you know like it's just gonna again make your life easier do your research i think important before you do anything before you go somewhere before you want to go set up a bank account do your research you know go online Look for forums, talk to your friends. How how does this work in China? Because it's never as simple as you think it is. You might be thinking, oh, Western Union in, in the States receiving money. It's so, so, it's so easy. You go in, you show your ID, you show the MTCN number, and you're out within five minutes. In China, it's like, no, you go there, you're going to have to take a number, sit down, wait, go there, give them your, your, your passport. You're going to have to sign 20 documents. They're going to ask you if you want USD or you know chinese yuan like and maybe the the person at the counter doesn't speak english so it's just another process you want to do your research before you do anything in china have a positive mindset this might be one of the key things that will help you avoid china days because china days are going to happen inevitably they're just going to happen especially at the beginning of your journey the best way to get over them is to be positive like just don't let it affect you all the small shit that might happen during a china day just fucking brush it off your shoulders don't don't dwell on it don't don't get too negative about it just keep a positive mindset keep it moving and that's me excellent so yeah i have some recommendations as well how to avoid china days i'm going to start off with one of rico's and try to just emphasize it even more is is research you know do your due diligence prior to you know, heading out for a certain task, make sure you, you call, make your necessary calls, you look things up online, you try to find out as much information as physically possible prior to, to heading out. That'll always help you avoid any issues once you finally do make it out. Um, with myself, a personal experience when I first came to China, uh, I did a ton of research into Guangzhou, which is where I first landed, and I tried to map things out in the city 
and I, um, I, I, I basically worked off of the, the metro, the underground map, and I marked out different places I wanted to go, different places that uh, I needed to go to get certain necessities. And then once I hit the city, I would just get on the metro and go to a different stop every day and, and try to accomplish all these things. And I think if I didn't have uh, some knowledge of the city and I hadn't done that research prior to coming, maybe that would have taken me two or three months to get all that stuff done, whereas it took me you know, two or three days, maybe a week to, to get some of that stuff uh, accomplished. I see a lot of foreigners coming in. They don't know anything. They're relying on, you know, maybe the, the, the job that they got set up with prior to coming out to China in order to uh, tell them where to go. And yeah, just, just makes things a lot more difficult down the road. So definitely, as uh, me and Rico said, do your research. Uh, have a retreat. Um, have a home base, you know, have, have somewhere where you know that you can go and get some some alone time, you can have some me time. I highly suggest, uh, with all the problems you're going to face in China with internet, that you equip that retreat with good internet. Uh, I think that that's that's really important because sometimes when you're out and about in China and uh, you're trying to deal with massive amounts of people and you know a system that might be pretty backwards for example you go to the bank something that you're used to taking five minutes in canada or u.s or australia or wherever it's going to take you up to two hours in china and you're just going to be is a mind-boggling experience to have to fill sometimes it just just makes you go crazy so you know always have somewhere where you can go back relax not have to deal with anybody i think that's that's really important um, my next thing that I would like to talk about is, um, just what you're carrying with you when you're outside in China. For me, the vast majority of my China days have been when I'm out of the house, when I'm trying to get things done out in this, trying to travel where, you know, struggling to get a cab, people are slamming into me in the metro station. And, uh, one thing that I think really helps is to have a good bag, to have something to carry all your stuff in. Um, sometimes when, when you head out in China, it's a while before you get back to the house. You know, for me, it's not like when I'm in the States and I have a car, you know, everywhere I go is easy access. It's a little bit more of a mission. Like, um, you know, Rico's talked before, sometimes heading out to get healthy food, you have to head 20 minutes to the other side of the city or something like that. Um, you know, I think it's really important to have a good bag, something that's secure and has a lot of different pouches and pockets where you can put your uh, various valuables and necessities. Uh, for me, that's that's just a constant. I always have a bag with me. I actually have this one backpack that I love, and I, I just wore it to death over the course of two or three years, bought the same one, and I've been using that for the last two years. So, you know, for me, along with something I constantly talk about, which is headphones, uh, having a good bag is is important to avoiding China days. Um, another another thing is just just taking a break when things pile up and and you start to lose your cool. Um, you know, Rico talked about having a positive mindset, and one way for me to get back to that positive mindset is just to walk it out. You know, if if you're starting to boil over and things are getting really frustrating or you're getting, uh, you know, you're just getting flustered with, with what's happening in front of you, you're not going to function how you need to in, in order to get everything done. So, you know, just walk it out, walk it out, head out to a park, um, take a break, walk down the street, 
you know, go get some exercise, just, just break from what you're doing. You know, even if it's uh, something that's important, you can take 10 minutes off to just walk it out and uh, get back into that positive mind frame in order to uh, keep powering through the day. And then the last thing I think is just, you know, take a step back and, and have some perspective. Uh, when you're talking about China and some of the cultural things that, that might bother you when, when you're there and might help uh, lead to a, a China day, um, just, just think that, you know, everything in front of you is new. You know, just just this has all happened in the last 10 to 20 years. All of this commerce and all of these buildings and all of this traffic. This is just a brand spanking new thing for this culture and this um, this country. So, you know, it takes time. It takes time for people to get uh, into habits that that you might be used to and your whole life might have come to expect so when you see someone cutting in front of you or you see somebody, you know, spitting on the ground, you know, you think how disgusting, how rude, how could they do that? And it just, you know, leads leads to you getting more annoyed with your with your China day. Just just have some perspective. You know, this this crazy culture that we're living in out in out in Asia just just happened. This is a new thing. And, uh, you know, the more you do that, I think the easier it is to, to power through your day and, and make sure that you can avoid or at least manage these China days. All right, guys, so that's it. That's our 15-minute uh, prep on how to avoid China days. Um, check us out on all of our networks, and I'm not prepared to do the outro. Okay, uh, thanks as always for listening. You can find more information about the company on www.sourcefindasia.com. If you have any questions uh, about our services or the podcast, make sure to email us info at sourcefindasia.com. And um, yeah, guys, we really appreciate all of the feedback and you guys listening and continuing to, to download and tune in. So uh, yeah, love you guys. Appreciate you. And talk soon. Bye.